freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 312 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by AZ Firearms Auctions, your nationwide premier gun auction where you set the price on guns, accessories, and ammo. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. Our theme today is exposing corruption, and our guest is Cindy Powell. Cindy is the author of the best-selling nonfiction book, License to Lie, exposing corruption in the Department of Justice and nationally known former federal prosecutor, lead counsel, and other in more than 500 federal appeals. That's mm-hmm. a busy job. Mm-hmm. She has also served as senior policy advisor for American First and is a senior fellow for the London Center for Policy Research. Welcome back to the show, Sydney. It has been way too long. Oh yeah, it has been way too long. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So we met about, I don't know, seven or eight years ago at the Gun Rights Policy Conference put on by the Second Amendment Foundation. And I think everyone now knows you best for your recent work on the election integrity investigations, but I want to ask, oh my gosh, how did we get to this bizarre place that we find ourselves? You know, there's this phrase I keep hearing that calling our election results into question is somehow dangerous. And I grew up to question authority. I mean, that was what my parents taught me. And so I'm thinking, you know, questioning authority is exactly what our founders did, uh, (laughs) right? And uh, the reason that we even have a United States is because we called authority into question. So shouldn't we, every election, call the process into question? Or are we just supposed to shrug and accept that somebody else is verifying that everything's on the up and up? Well, we we certainly know now that we must call the results of this past election into question. The Democrats, for four years, tried to make the Trump's presidency completely illegitimate with the made-up, false, abject pack of lies, Russia hoax, and then obstruction hoax, and collusion hoax, and every other kind of hoax you can imagine. But here we have blatant fraud, so blatant it's seen around the world and people are laughing at us. There are mountains of evidence of it, but yet we're not supposed to question it. That shows how wide and deep it is and how badly they acted that, and now they're trying to cover it all up. You just simply can't cover up the truth. It's going to come to the surface. More is coming to the surface every day. Trump was elected president again, whether anyone likes it or not. That was the vote of we the people. And that is the way this country is supposed to work, not through foreign interference in our elections or rigged machines or cyber attacks or anything else. It's supposed to be one vote, one citizen, and we rule. The government is supposed to work for us. And I saw all this starting, all the corruption in our government. I can trace it back at least to the year 2000 after the Enron collapse and the Bush administration appointed the Enron Task Force. And yes, that's why I wrote License to Lie, Exposing Corruption in the Department of Justice to wake people up to see how the government was using our, quote, judicial system and Department of, quote, justice, end quote, to prosecute people for political and social reasons, not because they actually committed crimes. 
So I identified this core group of prosecutors that were willing to do anything to put people in prison for their social or political objectives, including making up crimes, criminalizing innocent business transactions, piecing together parts of two different statutes to make a crime out of something that wasn't. They did it all. And all the while they hid the evidence that showed they were innocent. That has done nothing but gotten worse in the last 20 years. So Obama ratcheted that up. I mean, it was like Department of Injustice on steroids. Uh, the Clintons, of course, did also, but Obama was the master of it. He politicized and weaponized every single federal agency we had. And then the Trump administration was not successful in undoing it all. There's, there's so much that needs to be undone. I mean, frankly, the entirety of our government needs to be hosed out with Clorox and fire hoses and started over. Sounds like we're living in a different country. Uh, we are. I mean, they've they've made it into a communist fascist state, and they're working toward that end every day. We're witnessing a massive consolidation of power in the federal government. That's why they're working so hard to suppress free speech and all of our other individual rights. I mean, they're they're just totally out of control. Are we? And they want to be totally in control and in, in the process. It's all for their greed and their power and their aggrandizement. Yeah. Sydney, are we winning or with people like you uh, at the helm? Are we are we getting anywhere? I think we are getting somewhere, Dan. I, I think we're making a lot of progress. The Arizona audit is, is going great guns. The, uh, the you know, New Hampshire is doing an audit now. There's progress been made in Fulton County, Georgia. Um, there's progress in, in multiple states. Well, it's what's crazier to me, because you know, unchecked power just, you know, loses its, its mind. We know that absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. We've, we've heard that our whole lives. And so what's crazier to me than the, the stuff that you exposed in your book, License to Lie, and the stuff that we are starting to see, um, you know, about the different, uh, government agencies and how they have been weaponized, as you say, because we experienced it owning a gun shop. We experienced um, Operation Choke Point under Obama and Holder. Uh, and now it's Biden. back. And now it's back. Yes, we experienced, um, we watched what happened with the Fast and Furious gun running into Mexico under Obama and Holder and, Holder. and Biden, right? And um, so what's crazier to me than that, the fact that that exists is how easily people that I know and love and people that, you know, I'm friends with, I've broken bread with across the table and shared drinks with are just gobbling down this idea that if you do see the reality and if you talk about it, that you are a wacko conspiracy theorist. And I am telling you right now, sitting here in the studio on Monday, May 24th in the year 2021, I think the words conspiracy and theory used together should be completely nullified because we have watched too many things come to fruition to even use that phrase anymore. Oh yeah, they've, they've totally twisted language. That's one of the things they do and try to, label people with certain ridiculous language that then becomes something that it's not. It's, it's insane the way they make things up like that. It's like the whole QAnon thing. I, I don't even know what that is. I, I've never met anybody that I could make any sense out of that. So they want to make it something bad. They want to make it a big conspiracy or something wrong with it when I've never known anybody who who did anything wrong with respect to any of it. If it means free speech, then yes, we need free speech. I don't know what it is or what it means. And even though I'm, I've met some people that say they're Q followers or whatever, big deal. Right, exactly, <laughs> Just, uh, exactly. Uh, it couldn't be more harmless from everything I know about it. I, I'm kind of the same way. From what I have seen or heard, it's people who um uh they they are questioning they're going well wait a minute why would this be and how would that happen and so it is involving people it's bringing people 
uh, into awareness and into involvement and starting to research uh, events that have happened. How is that a bad thing? I can't, well, we know how it's a bad thing because of the people who have been licensed to lie to us. They don't want our eyes open. They don't want the scales to fall away from our eyes. And um, so I, you know, anytime nowadays when something or someone is coming under such intense uh, heat, it automatically makes me want to lean in and learn a little bit more about it. And you are the poster child from that, uh, about that, because you have this extensive career, very serious minded, legal minded person. And to hear the news tell it, you popped up out of nowhere, right? And just started spouting off, you know, crazy ideas. And again, people that I know and love that should know better uh, have dismissed you in that way. And it was almost a full-time job for a little bit there that I was like, excuse me, this is a, a human being that I know. Sydney's a human being that I know. And if you don't even know what her past experience is and her past work is, then no more of your opinions on my <laughs> Facebook thread. <laughs> And that sort of thing. And I have no idea if, if the people I challenged went back and educated themselves, but, but anybody that's watching or listening to this right now that thinks they know who Sidney Powell is and what she's done and you haven't already read her books uh, and haven't already looked back at her previous career uh, achievements, then that's your, your homework assignment for today. Um, and, you know, how have you fielded this, Sydney? We've been praying for you I mean, nonstop through all of this, because I've never personally witnessed anyone be as vilified and wrongly so as I have watched what's happened to you. Oh, well, thank you so much, Cheryl. And I feel the prayers of millions of people. There are millions of good Americans who just want the truth. And that's all I want. And I want the chips to fall wherever they fall, whether they fall on Republicans or Democrats, I can guarantee Amen. you they're going to fall on both. Amen. And the truth will surface one of these days. It's coming to light more every single day. And the more it comes to light, the more panicked and irrational they become and emotional. I mean, they're all about emotion and propaganda and lies. That's all they have. So we are looking for facts and real law and honesty and integrity. We're going to keep fighting for that because that's what our country was founded on. That's what we must have for our government to work correctly. And of course, the more we do that, the more they're going to intensify their personal and other attacks on me. I think I'm being sued now in three different states personally and my nonprofit defendingtherepublic.org is being sued in two of them for looking for the truth on the election issues and litigating for the truth. But we are going to keep doing that. The suits are completely baseless. They've sued me for a total of $4.3 billion, <laughs> which frankly is laughable. I mean, I, at one point I thought, okay, I'll just sit down and write them a check and we can watch that bounce to <laughs> infinity and beyond as Buzz Lightyear would say. I mean, it's, it's so huge, it's ridiculous. It might've been, well, it'd been trillions. Yeah. I mean, I can't take that seriously. It's absurd. Mm -mm. And, and I'm just not going to let other people's threats and the efforts to intimidate dictate what I do at all. It just reinforces for me the importance of what I'm doing and that I am slap dab over the target on every bit of it. When we first met, Sydney, uh, you had just put out your, I think the first book, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like, the I license, think this is yeah. your first book, License, license to Lie. And yes. We, um, we were at the time when Eric Holder was the, the ruler of the nation, kind of what he thought he was anyway. And I remember in one of his uh, uh, hearings, he had, somebody asked a question. He said, how dare you? I'm the attorney general. <laughs> yeah. that, it, how can the public stand there and go, why is he held accountable? Mm -hmm. Why can't he be held accountable? Because he's licensed to lie. Mm -hmm. That is why. Mm -hmm. And the good, well, it's not good, but the thing that's, that is kind of okay is that they, they lie so much, then they cover the lie, then they cover the lie. They're not good at it. They're really, well, not, they're getting away with it, but they're not good at it. 
Exactly. Lies reveal themselves. Uh, you know, I think Lynn Wood always quote, quotes the Bible verse, every lie will be revealed. Mm -hmm. And it will, because it just, lies won't hold up. <laughs> they just don't. I mean, thank God truth is stronger than lies. And God despises deceit. He loves truth. Truth is one of the armors of God. And that's what we must pursue in everything. Think how great, how extraordinary this country could be if everyone looked for the truth, tried to solve problems truthfully and with integrity. We would just be surpassing everything and everyone. Yeah. We waste so much energy on deceit and deception right. and lying and destructive conduct. True. We we could build everything everybody in this country needs, if not the world, if we only focused on being honest and constructive. Right. And we need parents to teach that in their homes again, to teach children to be honest and have integrity and be respectful of others. Mm -hmm. All this behavior we've seen on the streets, much of which has been flat out paid for and funded by George Soros and his multiple minions, just purely do evil. That's not American behavior. And we've got to remember there are far more of us than there are of them. They are using their propaganda machines in the mainstream media to try to divide us when real Americans are unified in their love of this country and their respect for this country and their desire to maintain and keep everything that made America great, everything that America was founded on. Yeah. And there are well, more of us than there are of them. That's why Trump won the election. Right. Yes. We need to quit uh, voting for rulers and start voting for people that will represent us. Mm -hmm. Well, there's no point voting at all until we get rid of all the machines because they're all infected with the same problem. Right. We've got to go back to paper ballots and voter ID and, and real elections. Mm -hmm. But, you know, right now, I would encourage everybody to not fund a single politician at all with any campaign contributions because it doesn't matter. Until mm. the system is unrigged, it, mm. it doesn't, you're just, you might as well light a match to any money you're giving to any political candidate. And How that's the only way I can think of to really put pressure on existing members of government to get us the reform we need, including reinstating the correct results of the 2020 election. How are we going to do that? How are we even going to do that? Right. I mean, like, what's the mechanism just that we could use if, if in some I mean, I do believe that truth will win out. I do believe that. And when you look at just the the campaigns and you look at the energy behind the campaigns, you look at, you know, how many people uh, would, you know, show up and the energy behind the Trump campaign and wouldn't show up and the doldrums of the Biden campaign. I mean, that's that's not the end all be all of, of saying who who won or who didn't. No, that was so obvious. Right. And, and, and then when the voting stopped in multiple yes. different cities at the same time, everybody yes. saw that. Yeah. I mean, that's stunk to my heaven. Only yeah. one time in the history of the country did voting stop. And that was in one county in Florida when we had the hanging Chad problem. Right. And there's a, a Dan Rather video on that that you can find excerpts of on my Telegram channel at Sydney Powell that show and also on uh, frank frankspeech.com and probably my rumble channel too or the one for defending the republic.org so we show in their own words back then how they had even caused the hanging chad problem and the people that were responsible that for that how badly they feel about it Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been different abuses of the election system all along, but this is by far the worst. And this amounted to a coup mm -hmm. of the government of the United States of America by massive, widespread, deep fraud. And why do you think it is so hard for, and now I'm asking you to be a psychologist for the nation, but why do you think it is so hard for people to like it, it threatens something in their identity or something to be able to acknowledge that it doesn't smell right at the base core of it. If they can't conceive that, that there are factions that work together, which is crazy to me because we watched it in all these other nations. Like we yeah. know that there's, <laughs> we, know it 
right? And yeah, uh, talk to the Philippines about it all. Just talk right. to them. Yeah. So somehow, because it's here in the United States, we go, that's impossible. It's absolutely inconceivable that forces are working together and organizations are working together. Um, I mean, just watch any good mob movie. You'll kind of get the, <laughs> the gist of how it's accomplished. Um, and so why do you think it is so hard for people to just go, well, let me hear what Sydney has to say. Let me consider the idea that there was something wrong with the machines and the counting and the, the whatever, uh, even if it's not intentional, like if people could just, yeah, some of it was intentional. Some of it wasn't, I'm sure there were people in some counties and precincts that had no clue what was going on. It was way above their pro, uh, pay grade. Yeah. But then in the six key cities that are democratic strongholds where the worst of the conduct went down, there was a substantial group that knew exactly what they were doing, had planned it ahead of time and executed it brilliantly. And then the Perkins Coy law firm comes in with all their guns blazing and tries to buttress it all up and fights tooth and nail against all the cases we file and others file. Yeah, it was a I, massive, coordinated, well-funded effort and involved multiple foreign countries hacking into our election system and uh, finagling things for their own benefit. All of it was illegal. In fact, our data should have never gone outside the United States. The fact that states bought into voting systems knowing that our data was going to foreign countries that, that is probably even a violation of the cybersecurity uh, regulations that were put into effect in 2018. There are all kinds of legal violations here and extensive criminal electoral fraud. Right. Yeah. At the bare minimum, it's just not wise, right? Even if people can can wrap their brain around the idea that, well, maybe it's not corrupt that it happened, but it's just not wise. <laughs> like, why yeah. would we allow that? Why would that be okay? Why would that be a better create a better result? in our elections. And then here in Arizona with our audit, uh, it is amazing to me how people's hair get, sets on, get set on fire that uh, we would dare, anyone would dare to ask an organization or a group of people to just show their work, right? In the gun business, we are <laughs> audited by the ATF. Right. They're asking us to show our work. We exactly. don't call it a constitutional crisis and you get 170 lawyers to come in and protect us from the ATF. We show our work, right? Right. And we, every once in a while, it's like, oh, we didn't do that one quite as well as we should have. And we'll learn from that and whatever. And then with the, we've been audited by the IRS. And why? Because they want us to show our work, right? And so why is auditing the election process suddenly a constitutional crisis and why are you suddenly a crazy person if you want to see if the work was done well because they're trying desperately to cover their stuff up like a cat on a hot tin roof trying to cover it you know what it's gotta be it's yeah. it any reasonable person would go okay yeah let's audit it let's see what well, happens. well that's why federal law requires all election data and envelopes and ballots and everything to be kept for 22 months because we the United States of America and the rule of law depend on us having the most transparent, reproducible elections in the world. And obviously yeah. we don't. And this isn't the first year it's happened. This yeah. is just the worst. What it's happened, happened to the before. Day? What happened to the days when, you know, you're a registered voter, you were voter, you received an envelope, you signed the envelope and you send it back. If you didn't request an envelope, they sent you one. Uh, it's accountable. Why, why aren't we going to be, why can't we be accountable for what we do? Uh, we should be. Uh, we definitely should be. Absolutely. Each individual should be accountable for their conduct. So and our voting must be secure. Uh -huh. It's a sacred right. It's the foundation of our republic. Right. And it has to be protected for one citizen, one vote. Uh -huh. No shaved votes, no percentage votes, no flipped votes, just one citizen, one vote properly counted. Mm -hmm. So Sydney, what happens if, when they find out that Arizona had, they cheated in Arizona or they didn't, they weren't accurate, what, what's happened? The legislature should at the minimum decertify the electors and certify the correct electors. 
and we'll see we'll see if that happens so we gotta move on to some of my other questions um and this one has us hopping in the not so way back machine uh and i want to talk about uh the several years since we first met and how did you come to be involved in the general michael flynn case well let me start with general flynn because that came first um he of course was in the news having been prosecuted or you know in the spotlight of the Mueller hit squad as i called it i had written a number of articles about Mueller once andrew weissman was chosen as mm -hmm. his deputy because andrew weissman is the lead villain and licensed to lie exposing corruption in the department of justice so i knew mr weissman well and i knew exactly what his tactics were going to be in fact, I think it was the Manafort team that called License to Lie Mueller's playbook. I mean, you can read License to Lie and you know exactly how they operate, what they're going to do, the rules they're willing to break, the exculpatory or favorable evidence to the defendant, they're going to hide it all. So I started writing articles about General Flynn's case uh, as, as soon as I saw that and about the Mueller hit squad as soon as I saw Mr. Weissman appointed. And I kind of followed the careers of all the prosecutors that wound up in license that were in license to lie because they wound up being assistant attorney general for the criminal division of the Department of Justice and the deputy director of the FBI. That was Weissman until Leslie Caldwell brought him back in the Department of Justice to head the fraud section. And then he went to the Mueller task force. Catherine Rumler was White House counsel for Obama. Lisa Monaco was his counterterrorism advisor for a number of years, and now she's deputy attorney general, number two in charge of the Justice Department. Um, these people that were the worst of the worst prosecutors were promoted by Obama to head the most important divisions of our country and to be at his right ear all the time on everything. So but needless to say, that caused me enormous concern, knowing what I knew about the way they were willing to practice law and what they were willing to do to obtain convictions against innocent people mm -hmm. and the links they went to to harass people. Mm -hmm. So I, I was, uh, since I was writing about the topic, I was at one of General Flynn's hearings with Judge Sullivan, another huge irony because Judge Sullivan for eight years, I've called the judicial hero of license to lie only to proceed with him then in the Flynn case once I took it over to find out he was also willing to do anything to try to make sure General Flynn was convicted instead of looking for the truth or maintaining the requisite judicial impartiality. So there was extensive litigation involving Judge Sullivan, um, litigation like I've never had to conduct involving any federal judge before, although there were some parts that I'd certainly had experience in, not to this degree, and, and then wound up with an en banc appeal with the D.C. Circuit that everybody can listen to on my website at sydneypowell.com. I would encourage people to do that, to see what the federal judiciary became in the Flynn case. In fact, I started calling it, you know, it's the Flynn exception to the rule of law, mm. because every single federal entity that touched the Flynn case broke the law itself from the FBI to the DC Circuit Court of Appeals that refused to apply the law because of politics. And you can listen to that oral argument and you can hear the political influence of the judges. I left the argument in front of the en banc DC Circuit having done hundreds of arguments in federal courts of appeals and multiple en banc arguments I finished that argument embarrassed for the federal judiciary. Mm -hmm. Even more so because a lot of those same organizations, you know, or uh, organizations, I don't know the, the better word for it, but were involved in the same kind of, of malfeasance and law breaking and lying in in this story which is not a story it's you know the the history of of what happened in this book and so for it to be that much worse with the michael flynn case and it's one guy right how how much weight does the federal government need to apply against one person and 
And what is the reason for that? What, what was his threat to them? They wanted to destroy Flynn because of all that he knew and because he had dared to speak out against President Obama when he called ISIS the JV team and refused to acknowledge how serious the problem with ISIS was. General Flynn spoke out against the waste and the poor way the war in Afghanistan was handled. He spoke out about a lot of things when he was Obama's head of the Defense Intelligence Agency, a very important position. So Obama fired him for that. And then how dare Trump choose General Flynn to be his national security advisor? When Obama and, and Mr. Trump spoke for the first time uh, in the transition of power to the Trump administration, Obama mentioned only two people to President Trump. That was General Flynn and Kim Jong-un. Huh. Yeah, a national military hero here and, and Kim Jong-un as if they were equivalent evils. It was absolutely absurd. But another big reason is because General Flynn as NSA would have soon and, and quickly uncovered the egregious abuses of the National Security Agency and all the intelligence equipment and available to the United States and how it has been turned against the citizens of the United States throughout the Obama administration and all the corruption in the CIA and the FBI, all those organizations. It's just crazy. And, you know, it feels like what I keep hearing in the back of my mind through all of this is, you know, they just protest too much, right? The fact that so, so much weight is put towards things and they're protesting these things and protesting Michael Flynn and protesting President Trump that should make all of us hearken back to that phrase. Like there's something wrong here that that one person uh, should be that big of a threat, including yourself. How is Sidney Powell exactly that big of a threat <laughs> yeah. that she has to be crushed from every side? It, it should make us all take pause. So once this 2020 election uh, integrity craziness makes its way into the nation's rearview mirror, which it's hard to imagine that it ever will, but you know how news cycles work, you know, it will eventually be behind us. What is on Sidney Powell's bucket list? I'm sure <laughs> well, I was just hoping to retire on a beach somewhere at some point, but <laughs> I don't know when that's going to be. Yeah. I'm overdue already. <laughs> you are, you are definitely overdue. I mean, you know, for a private citizen, uh, usually we say thank you for your service to people who are in law enforcement or in the military or, you know, uh, even elected uh, office or something. But I just feel like I, I need to personally say thank you so much for your service and all that you've gone through, uh, just trying to protect the nation. Really? I mean, this isn't the Sidney Powell show. This isn't like, boy, someday I hope I really get to be torn to shreds on every national <laughs> news show there is, right? You just see, you recognize when something's wrong and it's almost like, you know, you can't not try to work on, you exactly. know, bringing exactly. it Exactly, I, I can't just stand by and watch things go to hell in a handbasket or not speak up when I see something wrong. We'd, we we'd never to... get a problem solved if, if everybody did that. Exactly. You know, we, we used to admire each of that. us must, must find our voice of truth and be willing to speak it and act mm -hmm. on it. We've got to get every American involved at the most basic levels now to take back our government. It's supposed to be by the people, for the people, and of the people. And that's what it needs mm -hmm. to be. We've got to have a citizen government again. That's what we're supposed to have, not this entrenched elite political class that are lining their own pockets with government deals and under the table deals and kickbacks and God only knows what. Compared to how many people are in the United States versus how many leaders we have, it would be very easy to boot them out if we just thought about what we're doing and got together and booted them out mm -hmm. and get somebody that will represent us and not, not be a, uh, a royalty. But again, we can't boot them out without fair, free, and accurate elections. 
right? Yeah, we've, we've got to fix the 2020 election. We absolutely must. And I, I am appalled at anybody who wouldn't agree with that statement. Uh, you know, if, if we just want to, because we're happy, the people that are happy with the results, uh, if you're only turning a blind eye because you're happy with the results, then uh, what, where are you leaving this nation for the next generation, for our children? Because at some point, history tells us that the same exact system, the same exact corruption, the same exact mistakes, if you just want to think of them as mistakes and errors, um, are going to end up being something you're not happy with. And so now is the time to focus in and now is the time to do what we can do. Um, So Sydney, surely you have plans at some point to write another book. I mean, there's no way you could have gone through all of this and be someone who is a writer and not, not feel like you want to, you know, tell your side of all of this. And who is this precious little creature? (laughs) This is Bo. He likes to make cameo appearances. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Bo is so cute. Oh my goodness. I love yes, him. Yes, he is adorable. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I have two more books I need to write at least. One about the Flynn case and then one about this election fiasco. Mm-hmm. And I don't know when I will have time to do either of them, but they're they're on the list of things to do. Absolutely. When you're on that beach somewhere, right? No, she, she wants to retire on the beach. Well, maybe writing is cathartic for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Absolutely. Um, well, tell folks, just as we start wrapping up, uh, besides, you know, now every, all the Bo fan club that wants to know if he has an Instagram page. Uh, he does. He does. <laughs> yeah. He needs one. He's that cute. Yeah, I think it's uh, Bo the teddy bear. <laughs> He's called the teddy bear dog. Oh my gosh. Well, we're going to talk off air about that because I've been looking for a cocker spaniel. My my cocker died a few years ago and I've been oh. looking for another cocker spaniel, but uh, Bo looks like he could mm, he could solve that little uh, niche for me. Very soft, very cuddly. Oh, yes. And hypoallergenic. He's a Zuchan. He's part Shih Tzu, part Bichon. That's it. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm looking into a teddy bear dog. Sorry, babe. We're getting a new dog. Well, <laughs> what about the four that we have right now? Well, you know, they'll have to like the new teddy bear dog. Anyway, <laughs> tell folks, please, Sydney, how do they uh, follow your work? How do they buy your books? How do they cheer you on? pray for you, support what you're doing, anything you'd like to leave our audience with. Okay. Well, you can find me on Telegram at Sydney Powell. And I'm also on Parlor, although I haven't been able to access Parlor lately for some reason. They may have already bumped me off that. So I wouldn't even try that at this point. Um, I'm on Frank Speech. It's certainly easy to find me there. And my website is sydneypowell.com where you can sign up for updates. And then please, if you receive updates, please forward them on to everyone in your email list. That's Mm -hmm. probably the best way to get information out. And we are getting out a lot of information now. Defendingtherepublic.org is my nonprofit C4 organization. And I've started a new super PAC at defendingtherepublicpac.com. There are fraudulent sites that we keep reporting Uh, In fact, one has even put my name, I mean, they essentially replicated our organization, the looks of our website and everything else. There's no telling how much fraud they've accomplished. We keep reporting it. They keep putting it back up. I I don't know how to stop that. But the important thing. Oh, you muted somehow. Keep the keep checking to to make sure that's us or go to sydneypowell.com as far as i know there's no uh, other site on um, with respect to sydneypowell.com that might be the easiest way to make sure you get to everything that's that's correct awesome. 
I don't know how you do all that you do. There, there must be, you know, multiples of you somewhere because I thought I was busy. I got nothing on you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for being in our corner. And uh, hopefully we're going to get through all this and we're going to prove that there's been some cheating with the elections or fraud of some kind. And thank you for everything. So thank you all. It takes every one of us. Everybody just needs to do whatever they can. If it's only pray, pray. Talk to your neighbors. Get involved in your precinct. Talk to people about all these issues. Absolutely. And I mean, they don't they say God doesn't give you more than you can handle? Well, holy moly. Um, he absolutely chose the right person for the right moment in history when he chose you. But I I know it, it can't feel like a blessing yet. I, I believe it will, but it's, uh, I really admire how strong you are through all of this. Oh, thank you very much. God did not give me a spirit of fear and I simply do not pay attention to all the negativity out there. All the lies about me are awesome. a waste of time. <laughs> they are, they are. Thank you so much, Miss Sydney. We will talk to you soon. God thank bless. Bye-bye. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Oh, my goodness. I cannot imagine. I mean, there's people who don't want to run for office because they're afraid of the snake pit, right? And here she is just a private citizen. She just is saying, look, something's wrong. I can, I can prove with certain data and certain facts and, and affidavits and so on and so forth, that it's wrong. And instead of more people saying, well, let me at least consider what you're saying. They just want to crush her as a human being and, and not go, well, if she's only half right, if she's only a quarter right with the stuff that she's saying, we should all be standing up straight and leaning in and going, okay, tell me more. Let right, me it's think like that about movie. This. It's like that movie we saw, Aaron Brockovich. Yes, mm. where you know the government just tried to make her look like she was a fool and she was lying and all this other stuff, mm -hmm. and then she, the truth came out, yeah. but not before she was beat to the ground. Right. And it's the same thing with this. I mean, come on, let's wake up. It's obvious. Just look at the way our leaders are talking all the way back to when Obama was there yeah. and Eric Holder doing his thing. And, you know, how dare you question the government? We well, should always, we should question, always question the government. The Dude, government. What, when are we going to wake up and go, the government it isn't to, there to control us. The government is there for us to control exactly we, no, we're I, so when are we going to do down. that i mean the people that think oh he's a politician oh bow to the politician no i'm not saying you have to be rude to him but demand action well, demand and here's the thing that really gets me that you the people that say if we want to look at the election results if we want to question them if we want to audit them that it's because we are like um part of a Trump cult or something, yeah. right? Um, why would that have to be the only reason, right? That, that we would want to question these things. I did vote for President Trump first time and second time. I absolutely did. Uh, I felt that he was the better candidate, but I also- He was the only candidate. I also, uh, and, and I didn't, he wasn't my first choice in the first, the first round in 2016. He wasn't my first choice. He was about my third choice. But then once when he I became the uh, nominee, then you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Then you're right. There was really no other choice for for our philosophy, our values, our those right. kinds of things, um, because our lane is the Second Amendment. And was he perfect on the Second Amendment once he did get election elected? No, he was not. But if anybody wants to try to compare how he was on the second amendment versus how Biden now is. Who doesn't even believe the constitution amendment. should exist. Yeah. That, that Biden is saying that. Uh, it can uh, be amended. All of it can be. Right. That our amendments are not and absolute. What, an amendment. What is an amendment? Is it, is it when you bend things to work in your favor? Well, that, I mean, these right. are the amendments. They were <clears throat> amended. No, I'm talking right? about where they want to change one of the, the second amendment. 
they want to amend it. Right, and but so, not in the, the legal and No, they want to bend process. it to fit with their They just needs. want to do it with regulations right. and that sort of thing. Yeah. But so what I was trying to get to is that just because I had voted for Trump, um, when all of the Russia, 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 Mueller report, all that stuff was going on, I don't know one single person not one and all of my friends that I have all over the nation uh, at, at every, you know, level of how, you know, locked in they are to watching politics or how removed they are. Not one person, including myself and including Dan, we had said, if Trump did wrong, if this Mueller report does expose something, so be it. Okay. Right we will accept whatever that is and we will figure out what comes next. So that's not a cult. That is the, the people that can't even consider what's being uh, suggested happened during the, um, the 2020 election. That is more cult-like behavior than anything I saw during you know, Trump's presidency and even with all the rallies and stuff, that's fun. It's exciting. It's engaging. It helps people feel like um, they are involved in the, the political process. They feel more like, yes, we are a citizen government uh, and we have somebody who's listening to us and, and doing what we would like them to do. We, we need more of that. Whoever's name is attached to it, because right now, we do not have that as, as uh, an across the board thing. We have too many people that are doing like Dan said, where they're like, oh, politicians are like celebrities and oh, they're so much smarter than me and whatever they say should be totally you know, written on the stars. That is- Just like movie stars. Unhealthy. A movie star can be really good at making a movie. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he knows jack about politics. Right. Politics. Or, guns, you know, it, whatever the case they're, they're, may be, because they're not living in the world that the other 9 million people are living in or 50 million or whatever it is that are living work, going to work every day and having to. And here's the main thing about actors that everybody somehow forgets. Right? Some of them aren't good at it either. What, that's true. But what is the job of an actor to act, to act, to read somebody else's words and make them sound believable, yeah. right? And they have all these acting skills and body language skills to convincingly lie to the world. And when they have an opinion, somehow we forget that their opinion could just be a part they're playing. I, I have to say, I, I used to be that kind of guy that, ooh, he's an actor. Wow, I'd like to meet him and bow to his knees. And then a uh, politician, same way. Now, honestly, a politician is either a good politician or a bad one. If you follow the Constitution, then I look up to you. Mm -hmm. I will look up to you and if you follow you. the Constitution. Mm -hmm. Because I would look up to any fellow citizen that does good with their work, yeah, right? Absolutely. But when you are a politician that is a ruler right. or not looking out for the best of the community, right. then to me, you're just a, kind of a low life. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not contrib contributing to society. Right. So that's how I am with that now. And, and the same with the actors. I mean, big deal. So you did a movie. Ooh, we, you know, I could walk right past you and not even make a look at you because you're just, you're, you're good. You might be good at your job. That but, particular job, yeah, right. but could you do, you know, what Sydney's doing? How many people have the backbone and the strength of character to withstand what Sydney Powell has right. withstood and we knew her long before all of this right. and so this isn't putting, like oh we're trying to just support trump no trump wasn't even a topic right when look, we met right. sydney powell and look you know, what she put her whole life up against oh you know gosh. everything is she's criticized she's blah 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 and it's it's not fair it's like that gym owner uh ian smith in uh atlas atlas gym atlas gym in New Jersey, is it, I think? And I mean, the government has fined him so many millions of dollars by now that there's no way, like Sydney said, the, the, she's been sued for like $2 billion or something. There's
there's no way that she would ever be able to actually pay that. And this gym owner, I probably would never be able to actually pay that. So what is the purpose? It is what a, is, it's, it's a they symbol. They just want to crush. Right. No, it's, 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 it's to put, hold an example against them yeah. that don't mess with us because we're going to get you for millions of dollars yeah. or billions of dollars. Yeah. B for billions. Billions. Okay. We've got to run. This was such a, a special conversation yeah. and one that I've been wanting to have for quite some time, but Sydney's just been too busy and I thank her so much for taking the time to come on and just talk with us a little bit. Um, I hope that the listeners, the viewers out there, I hope that you can see her as a human being and not buy into the garbage that uh, the mainstream media and news um, and opinion uh, talking heads have tried to characterize her as something that she absolutely But that requires work. It requires work to research people and understand what they're telling and the yeah. truth that they have it's, it's so much easier just to talk so your neighbor or what cn what cnn says so or what lazy. it's so easier because you can be eating your popcorn and eating your coke drinking your coke and just having a good time and believe everything that the news media has oh, to say sydney powell she's crazy yeah she's but a it's conspiracy so easy theorist. you know it's hard Is to she do really it's hard and why to, do yeah. you say that right because cnn or somebody like that probably told right. you to okay we really got to wrap up sydney Thank you, Thank you so much. You're awesome. Keep doing good work. Our amazing listeners all across the world. Thank you for your time. Uh, it is your most finite and precious resource. And you, when you spend it with us, we notice it. It matters. We yes. thank you. Yes. And please pray for all of our guests, not just Sydney Powell, but all of our guests pray for this nation. Pray for the people who are in positions of to represent us. leadership and, and representing the American people, that their hearts would be right. Even the evil ones. Right. Maybe especially the ones we don't particularly they like. Is it <laughs> classified? Could that be evil? They could be. That's probably the topic of an entire other show. Well, but the ones we don't particularly care for, maybe pray for them a little bit more. Right? Especially. So, and yeah. until next time, uh, be good to each other. Have a great week.